Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Full Court Press. Happy middle of the week Wednesday for you, March 31st, 401, your kickoff time. You're on 106 on FM, 1390 AM, the fan. 106nthefan.com and the 106 on the fan mobile app. I hope you're all having a uh, good Wednesday. Beautiful day outside, a little bit chilly. Eric France will be joining me. Cody, the intern's already here. He's already on time, so maybe I'll just have him as my co-host today. I think the listeners would approve of that, right? A lot to get through. Uh, we are going to get into the nitty-gritty of the coaching search. Give our thoughts for candidates that we like in the coaching search. Not like we have a say or anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we don't have a say of any sort. Just our thoughts, our opinions, our fandom getting out. Uh, we will talk. Uh, we'll talk. Sorry, I was doing something with the cord. We'll talk Utah Jazz basketball. Uh, Jazz Grizzlies tonight in Memphis. Uh, that will interrupt briefly our show. So about 45, 5.45 will be off the air. Uh, we're going to get into a What Went Wrong Wednesday. We'd love to hear from you. What went wrong for you during the week, this past week? Uh, uh, my name is not allowed to be a part of the show. Not allowed to be a part of What Went Wrong. That is the rules. Uh, let's see, nine four six three. Whoa, no we. Uh, excuse me, new intro into the show. Cody is earning his paycheck. Yes, Cody did the intro, and he did a great job. Yeah, Cody the intern is kicking butt. Uh, we'll also get into some. Oh, by the way, Major League Baseball gets their opening day uh, underway tomorrow. I think I think eleven a.m. is the first game, so we'll get into some of that. A little bit of. Major League Baseball. Uh, we got some NBA basketball, of course. We're getting to the rest of NBA games. And uh, we're going to recap the Elite Eight as we have our Final Four now set up. And one surprising team who is there that was not supposed to be there about two weeks ago. And uh, after an incredible run, they are now find themselves in the Final Four for the first time in 13 years. So we'll get into that and much, much more here on the Full Court Press. Our Gill Mortgage text line is open now. Uh, text into 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Message, or I guess uh, data rate and service charges per your contract. So if you have unlimited texting, you can text in whatever, whenever, and however much you want. Um, if you get 25, sex, 25 cents a text, I hope you make it worth it because that's a lot of money for four text. Uh, 435-339-0321. 0321 to text into our Gill Mortgage text line. Uh, speaking of Gill Mortgage, they have access to all loan products and can tailor to the perfect loan to you. Regardless of whether you are a first-time home buyer, investor, new construction, or a seasoned home buyer, Gill Mortgage and the Karen Nilton team will ensure your loan is correct and closes on time. 435-294-2480 to get a hold of Gill Mortgage. Uh, ran by Karen Nilton, who does a wonderful job. 
Julie is a big part of that group. She is phenomenal. Uh, Tony and the group, just a bunch of great people over there. So, again, if you're looking for the perfect loan, Guild Mortgage is the place to go get it. Again, 435-294-2480. Our text line number, 435-339-0321. Let the text start rolling in. All right, uh, let's text some college basketball. Recap some of last night's games. Uh, Impressive stuff from UCLA. I mean, absolutely impressive what they were able to do last night uh, versus, I about said Baylor. <laughs> Done about did it again. Uh, over Michigan, final score 51-49. Meanwhile, Gonzaga does Gonzaga things. 85-66 in an absolute route from the get-go. Uh, so Gonzaga is now 30-0 and and is two wins away from completing the first undefeated college basketball season since, I believe, 76. Uh, when, who was it that played? Uh, Indiana Hoosiers. Nearly forgot. Yeah, Indiana Hoosiers. So, uh, impressive stuff for the Gonzaga Bulldogs. In fact, we'll actually start with them. Uh, over USC, 85-66. You know, USC was hanging in there for a little bit. The problem was is they had turnover after turnover after turnover, just time after time after time. Uh, Drew Tim, I think it's Drew Time actually, he had 23 points, five boards. Uh, he uh, was really good underneath, and then... For uh, Jalen Suggs, he had 18, 10, and 8. Corey Kispert, who's an All-American, he had 18, 8, and what he called an off night, which is unreal to me. There were um, He was only 6 and 19 from the floor, but Gonzaga as a whole shot 44% in the second half, and as Mark Few put it, only 50% for the game. That's, that's the kind of expectations they hold up there at Bulldog University. That's 500, by the way. It's nation-leading average. It, it, it didn't matter though. They outscored uh, USC forty-nine to thirty at half. Uh, they were even in the second half at thirty-six, and again, final score eighty-five sixty-six in the West Region Elite Eight. So Gonzaga will move to another Final Four, trying to chase that very runaway national championship that they've been trying to get time after time. Uh, again, Gonzaga led sixteen to USC. Uh, I mean, they're up seven nothing. Then they're up twenty-five eight with about eight and a half minute left. 36-15 after Kispert took a, a really nice pass from time, actually, for an easy layup. And that was with about six and change left. USC just looks so taken off guard, Eric, by uh, by Gonzaga's defense. And, they I mean, turnovers just killed the Trojans last night. Well, that, uh, that Gonzaga team, holy cow. I mean, leading up to it, there was a lot of chatter in the media nationally that Oh, this is going to be the biggest team and most athletic team Gonzaga's ever faced this year. Oh, USC's on a run. Look what they're doing to their opponents. I don't think Gonzaga can hang with them. And it's almost like Gonzaga's reading the clippings like, say what? Yeah. Exactly. You kidding me? Yeah. 20-something straight wins by double digits, and you're doubting us now? Yep. Uh, That's great. Totally put them in their place. Such a great, well-balanced team. <laughs> this team, this, and you're right, it's a well-balanced team. And, and the thing about it is that they're the number one scoring team in the country. They've won 29 of the last 30 games, Eric, by double digits. 29 out of the last 30 wins have been by double digits. That's incredible. And they weren't going to, I mean, Mobley couldn't get going. Isaiah couldn't get going. Uh, I mean, they're one of the tallest teams in the country. The average is about 6'7". And they were shut down. 
Now, Isaiah did end up with 19.7 boards. Evan had 17 and 5. But it was just, it was, uh, what's that? Uh, what's that one word? It starts with an M. What is it? It was moot. It was moot, Eric. It was moot. My vocabulary is getting better. I'm so proud of you. I know. I am learning. Uh, but no, again, in fact, I actually don't even know what the total turnovers was for USC. Ten turnovers. But they had like five in the first, what, 12 minutes of play? I think they had six in the first 12 minutes of play. Finally calmed down with the turnovers, but, I mean, Gonzaga had already turned it into a 17-4 lead until we had that scary incident where the ref actually just collapsed as he was running down court, stopped and just, I mean, tumbled right over. Uh, luckily, he's okay. Sounds like he's going to be all right. But, uh, again, this, this Gonzaga team, speaking of just running people over. Well, 21 assists compared to USC's nine. Wow. Just total team basketball. They were fun to watch. Uh, did you already talk about Michigan? I'm sorry, I'm a little tardy. Oh, you are? That's interesting because Leon Rice texted in, what went wrong <laughs> Wednesday? Eric, the great host, not making the show start time. I know. Also, the ringmaster, not helping him with being there. I'm, I'm not his parent. Oh, I'm not his brother's keeper. Uh, next up, where is host AJ Knight? <laughs> oh, boy, don't do that with Eric. Don't do it. Hey, yeah, final score, UCLA, the 11-seeded Bruins are the second team since the first four was to begin to go from the first four to the final four. They they uh, beat Michigan 51-49. Michigan ends their season at 23-5. and They had plenty of opportunities to win this game, Eric. So frustrating to watch from the Michigan point of view. What was it, eight straight trips to their side of the court? Without a, a field no goal, bucket. yep. I mean, they had so many great looks, so many added opportunities with uh, the way that they readjusted the game clock, and uh, you know they missed it. The ball went out of bounds on UCLA. Oh, you got another chance. You got another opportunity, and just every chance they were given, they squandered. And you know, give you have to give credit to UCLA for what they did defensively. Slowed it down, bogged it down, made it difficult, but. My goodness, Michigan had their opportunities. They just could not hit a bucket. Teams win a combined three of 24 from three. Three of 24 from three was a combined. Yeah, it was that's bad. I mean, And they yeah. kept chucking them up. Yeah, and that's the thing. And you know, they, you're right. They had good looks at times, too, especially late in the second half. They couldn't get them to fall. UCLA went six of seven at the line. Michigan went six of 11. Uh, the thing that's going to really intrigue people the most is those 14 turnovers, six of them came in the second half. And of those six turnovers, uh, eight points were converted off of those. And you lost by two. That's frustrating it for Michigan. Yeah, I, I felt like uh, Coach Cronin just outcoached. Um, yeah, I really did. Juwan Howard. And you know what? You said the over-under was 136, I believe, for last night's game. And we did we get to 100? I think barely. No, no we did. We got to 100. Oh, 100, even. You're right. <laughs> that's incredible. That's that's that UCLA defense, man. That's nuts. That is, uh, and, and by the way, it doesn't help. Wagner uh, went 1 of 10 from the field. He went 0 of 4 from deep. Just a nightmarish night for the Michigan Wolverine uh, guard. Uh, see, uh, Dickinson went 5 of 10. They played two guys off the bench, and they went 6 of 11 from the field, uh, totaling for a combined 16 points. Meanwhile, Juzang, is it Juzang? Yep. 28 points on 11-19 shooting and 4-5 from the line, 2-5 from 3. He had a heck of a night. Yeah, well, he was just unstoppable, heck wasn't of a night. he? And it was fun to watch Bob Marley out there making some good plays. Bob Marley, stop it. 
Jimmy Campbell looks just like Bob Marley. No, you have to have longer hair. It's pretty long. And it looks just like him. You have to be never ever sober. Uh, ever. He's got a twitch to him. <laughs> Stop it. But it's you know better. Uh, uh hey, but uh, Eric the UCLA Bruins. Five guys come off the bench, none of them score a point. That doesn't really do any favors for you. No, for but they were that, active. But, I mean, they, they're grabbing that's rebounds, the crazy part. and they were. Yeah, I mean, if they they're going to need to get some more production, they'll need that versus in the final four. Yeah. But gosh, it's got them this far. Uh, so with that, your final four is set for this. Houston and Baylor will be set at uh, three fourteen Mountain Time. That game will be on CBS Saturday. Houston, uh yeah, Saturday, sorry. Uh Houston the two seed at twenty eight and three versus the one seed, twenty five and two Baylor. And then it's six thirty four for the night capper to see who will face whoever wins that first game of the championship on Monday. Eleventh uh, seeded UCLA at twenty two and nine versus of course the very obvious thirty and 0 Gonzaga Bulldogs. That game is at six thirty four on CBS or whenever that first game will finish. Eleven versus one. Uh do you I mean, because I know you're a, you're a good person and you're going to heaven, and I'm not. <laughs> are you uh, Are you gonna just you know pre-tape the uh, what that evening session of uh, LDS General Conference and watch a little basketball and just come back to it? You know what I always told my mom is that you know what the enzyme has it wrote down. I can just read it. It's better that way, anyways. <laughs> it's, it's written down. It's it's. It'll be available down. by demand. I don't need on it on demand later. Yeah. I can watch the the ball game. If I miss something really incredible in the ball game, I'm going to be one of the very, you know, one of the very very few people in the world who missed it. Now, see, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll check in on the game during uh, halftime of when everybody's standing and you know, midway through. <laughs> midway <it's> the, through <laughs> when it's conference halftime. <laughs> uh, that's what oh I'll check man! In. Again, three fourteen is the first game. Houston Baylor in the two one game Saturday. Hey, I've got three of the four in the final four. How well did you do? Do you really? Yes, I was gonna. It was gonna be Michigan, Gonzaga, Houston, and Baylor. And Michigan goes and way to really totally tightens up at the end, and they can't get get me there. Wow, way to go out on a limb there. That's just. I mean, that's a really risky, risky bracket you had there. Wow. Well, who else had Houston in the final four? Man, I bet a lot of people did. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Cody's intern. Cody's raising his hand. You know what? He probably did. And he, you know what? He probably wasn't lazy. He probably put up a few Yeah, we should celebrate. He probably Those had, who had UCLA in the Final Four. I, that's who I want to know. Yeah, Be honest. UCLA. Be honest. Because I had, had UCLA in your had, Final Four, I need a screenshot. I had BYU beating UCLA in the first four game because I thought Michigan State would beat UCLA. I didn't see UCLA. I mean, I didn't see Oregon State, USC. I didn't see those Pac 12s doing what they did. I had USC to the Sweet 16. So I've had some people say, you know, the lack of uh, premier national teams has kind of dampened my excitement for the tournament. There's no Duke. There's no Kentucky. Um, and even Kansas didn't make it far. Some of those traditional powers just weren't weren't present. North Carolina didn't do much. But... I disagree. I, I think it's been entertaining because it's been so wide open. And because I 
I'm pulling for Gonzaga to be the first team since the 70s to go wire to wire undefeated. Isn't that crazy? Hasn't that, happened. Here's the, and you know what? I think in, if any team has a right to be bitter about not finishing their undefeated season, do you know what team that is? UNLV? I'd say Memphis from 08. Mm. Remember John Calipari, Derek Rose, um, I think Michael Carter-Williams was a part of that team. And they just missed, like, I mean, they went, like, what, oh, one of seven at the free throw line in the final two minutes. Couldn't make a three. And then Chalmers comes down, hits a three contested to go to overtime. And then, I mean, Memphis just ran out of gas. They were done. That team uh, went, what, 30-1 and one to end their season. That's, yeah, that's hard to swallow. UNLV's another one, though. Did they get, did they get beat by Duke? Was that who it was? Uh, I think it's. I think it was Duke and Duke, and it was considered an upset, even though it was a two versus one game. That was, uh, but they're like when, on a thirty-five game winning streak. Yeah, that's when Shashevsky was first coming out of the scene. And uh, Mister, I wear mascara, mascara heavily over my eyes. Chew on towels and chew on towels, dude. You know what? He might have wear. He might have went heavy on the mascara, and he might have chewed towels. That like when you see photos, it makes you want to gag. But that guy could coach. He could recruit with a lot of money. But he could coach. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, hey, uh, we also, we're going to get to this in a little bit. Cody has our uh, pick six results. Um, so we'll get to that. I already oh, know. Oh, yeah. You know who won, Eric. You cheated. You found out. And you no, won. I do not know. Yeah, you I do, do not too. know the results. You do too. That is, I crossed my so heart and hope to die. I have a pick six gift coming. It's going to be a few weeks. It is coming through the mail, but it is going to make up for the last three weeks that I haven't paid you. <laughs> I can promise you it is going to make up for the last three weeks. You are going to wet your pants. Okay? You're going to soil yourself after you find out what it is. Well, after you see it, you're not going to find out. After you see what it is. I'm not going to tell Cody because he'll tell you. That's how it goes around here, I guess. Oh, Periscope is going away? Interesting. Nobody used Periscope. Yeah. Nobody did. It's kind of got left in the dust. I know Twitter bottom. So it's just folded into the Twitter app. Periscope as a standalone is going away, I guess. Okay. Hey, uh, by the way, MLB opening days tomorrow. I didn't even know this until you brought it to my attention earlier today. Isn't that crazy? We're almost and so one of our former, uh, well, good friend of mine, uh, and actually he's a former Cash Valley. He now works on the grounds crew for the Boston Red Sox. Oh, cool. Is that cool or what? He now works on the ground crew for the Boston Red Sox. Like, no big deal. I'll have to give him a call and see if he can join our show next week because you're going to, like, Montana or South Dakota or something like that. So I'm going to have to see if he can join me. Uh, wrong direction. I am leaving. More expensive going land. somewhere. More expensive land. Yeah. Hmm. That's, I wonder how that is. Uh, but MLB opening day starts tomorrow. We'll get through uh, kind of a preview of – a World Series champ. I got the I got the Pirates. I'm sure you've got the Cardinals winning it all. It should be a team to watch out for. <laughs> you got the Orioles. <laughs> we'll get to all our uh, MLB stuff tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, MLB opening day starts around. In fact, early games, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think first game's like at 11.05 a.m. Yep, it's Toronto and the Yankees. Cleveland and Detroit start five minutes after that. Your Cubs... Versus your favorite Pittsburgh Pirates is at twelve twenty. Uh, Night Capper. Let's see what's the ESPN game. Oh, it's Houston and Oakland. That's so lazy. 
Mets and Washington are the other ESPN evening game. Mets and Washington will be okay. Houston and Oakland. I'm getting That'll tired. be a good game. Which one? Houston? What? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Just because you want to see the cheaters get beamed. I mean, it's No. Cool. Houston, I mean, yeah, there's a little rivalry there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Houston's a team that's gotten deep into the playoffs. Oakland is a team that looks like it wants to try to go deep into the playoffs. <laughs> hey, Mike, the question is going to be, you know, I'm going to set a the postseason. I'm going to set a pick six that won't be results until September. <laughs> but will the, a long play. But will six. the <laughs> hold it out on you? But will the Twins win a postseason game? Not a series, but a postseason game. They haven't won one since 04. They're 0 and 17. Oof. Wow. In postseason games since 04. Like, do you know how bad you have to suck That's to be 0 and 17? That's a drought. My freshman team could could have done better. The kid that crapped his pants was on my freshman team, and we would have won a few of those games. Oh. Anyways, opening days tomorrow. Uh, we'll get through that tomorrow. We'll get through the early games, talk about them, and then uh, preview some of the late games and give our predictions on our MV- uh, you know MVP, World Series, yada yada yada. I'm not picking the Braves this year. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not even going to pick the Braves to make the playoffs this year. Why not? Why not? You know why. Don't make me say. You know why. Play your air raid no, siren. No. 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 Don't do that. We're not doing any of that. Speak it into existence. No, shut up. I do not see my Braves making the playoffs this year. No way, no how. Hey, some news today about um, what's going on at the University of Utah. Uh, Salt Lake Tribune reporting that uh, Craig Smith putting his staff together, DeMarlo Slocum and Eric Peterson. Going to be two assistants at Utah. So scratch one off the list of availability for Utah State. So the question is, who else may be available? Yeah. In fact, we're going to get to that next here on the Full Court Press. Uh, Eric Franson, I'm obviously Salveson. We'll take a break. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll take a break and uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about Utah State coaching staff. Now, again, we don't make any decisions for Utah State men's basketball. These are just flat out Thoughts, opinions, suggestions. Cool mannered food for thought. That's all coming up here on the Full Court Press on 1069 The Fan. Westwood One is your exclusive home for the 2021 NCAA tournament. It's only fitting that a season unlike any other comes to a conclusion in the most unique circumstances. From 68 teams down to one, all in the same state. Every basket, buzzer beater, and bracket buster until a champion is crowned. Who will take home the title? Tune in to find out. All the excitement of March Madness right here on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Make light work of everything with Honda's top-of-the-line family of Pioneer 1000 side-by-sides, available now at Cash Honda. These beasts are a blast to ride, even when you're working. All thanks to a best-in-class 999cc engine, plus a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission that lets you drive in fully automatic mode or manual mode via paddle shifters and a massive 2,000-pound towing capacity. The three-seater models offer a range of features for you to choose from, each one equipped with Honda's legendary reliability and build quality. And if you need to bring along more hands, the 1,005 models are equipped with Honda's exclusive quick-flip seating system that lets you switch from a three-seater to a four-seater to a five-seater in seconds. To see the Honda Pioneer 1000s for yourself, visit Cash Honda at the Light in High Park and see why life is better on a Honda. 
For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services, and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. With warmer temperatures and no snow on the ground, green grass might be here sooner than ever. We are excited to offer a new two-service soil enrichment program to improve water retention, reduce compaction, stimulate root growth, and increase nutrient and fertilizer uptake, resulting in a healthier lawn this summer. Sign up early and get the second service half off. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hello, full court press. Now thinking about it. You know, the next head coach for Utah State basketball is going to have a big job on his hands. Uh, of course, Bean is staying. We don't know what players are leaving. We've heard some, but we don't know, I mean, officially what, what it's going to look like. Eric Peterson is the number one recruiter uh, for Craig Smith. In fact, he's one of the best recruiters in the country. Um, he, he's phenomenal. He got Namiya Keta here. He got Raleigh Worcester, by the way. That was his. That's what Eric Peterson does. Um, it's a big loss for Utah State. It's a big loss. Uh, it's a big gain for, for Craig Smith because if he can do that at Utah State, imagine what he can do with the resources, the money, um, and, and recruiting for a Pac-5, or excuse me, a Pac-12 Power 5 basketball team, right? And then you've got talent like Rylan Jones, who there was rumor that he was thinking about leaving. Uh, Jackson Brenchley, who is one of the better guards, who... He saw, his mean, he saw his minutes decrease pretty quickly, but I think if he's utilized the right way from a high IQ guy like Craig Smith, Jackson Bransley's going to absolutely thrive in his system. Rylan Jones is going to thrive in that system. Um, I know uh, they got the uh, the Miles kid, I think, or uh, who is it that um, who is it to just enter the portal for Utah? Uh, the kid that Bounces the ball and gets rebounds. See, this is what happens when you don't pay attention, Eric. Shoots shots. This is what happens when you act like a five-year-old. Where's the jersey? Shut up. Quit his talking. Name on the back. Mm-hmm. He puts name on the back. What? I don't know who you're referring to. Hey, by the way, uh, BYU's Mark Pope and Utah's Craig Smith are expected to virtually meet with Cincinnati's transfer Mike Saunders Jr. this evening. He's a four-star guard. And he's uh, he's still in. I, don't, I think he's in the transfer portal. So and he's open with his recruitment. So Pope versus Smith again, just via the portal, and then they'll probably do, you know duke it out in the court. Well, uh, there's I saw a report that there's like four players from BYU that are entering the transfer portal, which is weird. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's a lot. Yeah, that doesn't. 
That doesn't make man look at Bill Riley just fanboy the heck out of Craig Smith all of a sudden. Would you expect anything different from Bill or just because it's Craig? Both. Yeah. Great answer. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> Freaking good answer. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. It just makes me want to throw so up. So there, there's a lot of transfers, and there likely will be a few more. Um, there were, we're starting to see a few starting to to announce where their next destination is. Uh, we've seen a few of those around the country saying, you know, uh, programs announcing, hey, so and so. Oh, it's Timmy Allen, by the way. Is that great guard here. that's in the uh, transfer portal? Oh, yes. And yes. I would imagine that Craig Smith tries and goes and gets him out of there and pulls him back in. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he's big. He's big time player, big contributor. Hey, uh, Eric. I know we're gonna get to Utah State coaching here in just a little bit, but first, uh, our guy Cody the intern's got to head off here in just a little bit. So we're gonna do our pick six results now. Oh, okay. Yes. So Cody, you have your pick six results. Eric already knows it. I don't. I do not know yes, the results. You do too. I do not know the score. Such bull. I had a good feeling about how I did, but I don't know the results. You have a good feeling about how you did, and and why is that? Just you know, history's well, on a, my side. History's on. Right, it's really. a gut feeling, I guess. <laughs> History, yeah. Like I mean, what is this? Like ESPN stats and info. When Eric has a good feeling, he's twenty and zero. Uh, nine three one five. I don't know if it's twenty and zero. But. <laughs> yeah, Ajay's the kid that played at Utah and Red in Salt Lake City. Thanks for letting us know. Oh, that's on the Timmy kid or whatever it is, Timmy Allen. Thanks, Leon. Hey, you know what, Leon? You should go get him. Okay? You should be interested in him. He's the true hero. <laughs> he does more. Leon does more research than I do for this show, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All great. right, cool. Let's hit us with the uh, pick six results. Let's go. Uh, first one was Derek Alston, Boise State field goals attempted. The bar was set at 17.5. He did nine. Eric took the under. Aja, you took the over. I took the under. The one game he decides not to be selfish and shoot 30 shots to cost his team the game. Uh, he announced today he's going pro. Great. What a man. Un- undrafted, State. free agent, headed to Portugal. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, games might seem like forever ago, but it was uh, Gonzaga versus Creighton. The line was set at 13. Holy Gonzaga. Crap, that was forever <laughs> I know ago. it was forever ago. Uh, Gonzaga won by 17. Eric took the over. Ajay, you took the under. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. I wrote it down, AJ. I took the I over. <laughs> this is bull. Here we go again. Here we go again. What are you talking this about? Here we baloney. go again. What do you mean? What are we talking about? Here yeah. we go again. This, you're right. The this is crap. how it goes I again. I said over. No. I said yes, I did. Eric, no. Eric, look, look me in the eyes. I wasn't look, writing it down. And don't laugh and tell me I did you, not take the over. You keep trying to blame me it's trying to skew things in my favor, but because look, we brought in a third party. A third party. A third party. Nonpartisan. You already knew the <laughs> Not, results. Yes, nonpartisan. You already knew the results because you asked him, and he's like, okay, hey, yes. Eric, here it is. Hey, and then I'm like, hey, Cody, what's the results? Oh, I can't tell you yet. <laughs> <laughs> Eric hasn't paid me. Uh, so far, me and Eric are at two. Ajay, you are at nothing. Wait, what? What does mean, Eric are at two? <laughs> I mean, we are separate. Like I wrote my, I, I'm a great benchmark, Ajay. That's what I am. <laughs> Uh, three USC versus Oregon. Oregon uh, <laughs> um, was favored six point five. USC covered and won by fourteen. Eric took the under. Ajay, you also took the under, and I took the under also. We're, look at that. We all got hot that one dog. Okay, just read the next line. David Roddy rebounds <laughs> uh, eight point five. He got eleven. Eric took the over. 
Ajay took the under, and I took the under. Pac-12 teams in the Elite Eight. So wait, who won that one? Uh, Eric took the over. He got it. You took the under. Yeah. Okay, so we don't need to know the rest results. No one <laughs> else cares. No, it's we got to see it all the way through. Pac-12 teams in the Elite Eight. Bar was set at 2.5. Uh, there were three. Eric took the over. Ajay, you took the under. Uh, Derek Alston points. Uh, 15.5. This is versus Memphis. He got 11. Eric took the over. Did not get that one. Mm. Ajay took the over. Did not get that one. I took the over. Did not get that one. And then the tiebreaker, which was not needed, <laughs> which uh, Eric probably didn't understand when I asked him, but he got it anyway. <laughs> uh, Chicago was favored by 6.5. Oregon State won by 8. And Eric took the under, got it. Ajay took the over. And so it was 5-1. to one. Eric, 5. Ajay, 1. Cody, 3. 9315 texts in. The only guy getting cheated in pick 6 is the hey, deflator. Dad, shut up! <laughs> Right now. <laughs> no, the deflator did not get cheated. The deflator sometimes tries to cheat. I hate to be the bringer of bad news to you, AJ. No, it's I not really your job don't. to bring up bad news. It's your job to do research. <laughs> and when we tell you to come on the mic, you come on the mic, you voice what you're supposed to voice, and then get off the mic. <laughs> We've made that very clear since day one when you got here, <sighs> man. Come back anytime. Yeah, turn Cody. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't feel like I'll be invited. This might be the last time you hear from me. So yeah, I might be solo next week. Period. Maybe, probably. <laughs> I might be solo. Period. AJ's, no one's coming in. AJ's definitely not coming in. No, so. AJ's no. <laughs> AJ's lost his privileges. All because he got all these texters texting. Hey, oh, hey. By the way, were you here for a show last week when a specific number kept texting in really random things? Yes. Do you, Do you want to know who that was? Five? So yeah. Okay, like nine, this one. 9315 always texts in random things. I like Indian food. This is from 2697. Okay. I like Indian food. Testing from the app. I hear AJ is close to Craig Smith. Will Craig consider you a job? If not Craig, how about Brian Dutcher? If not Brian Dutcher, how about Rice or Medved? If not Rice or Medved, how about Kyle Day? He's a good coach. Uh, later on, 2697. I'm really good at video games. Maybe me. Uh, I'm undefeated. I would name Ajay's my head assistant water boy. Uh, Wendy's four for four over the final four. And my switch to my sweet 16 wasn't very sweet. I didn't have a girlfriend. So I'm reading That's these. some high quality stuff. I feel bad I missed out on that. <laughs> I'm reading these show. and I'm looking at AJ and I'm like, who in the heck is texting us this? I go to the scrimmage on Saturday. I'm sitting with Eric and he's like, Hey, uh, and he said something about the texter. And I didn't really pay attention because I was watching the scrimmage. And then I was like, wait a minute. What did you say? And he has this stupid mischievous grin on him. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait. The whole, like, assistant water boy, the Wendy's 4 for 4, the Mike Sweet 16. He's like, he's just laughing. I'm just trying to get you guys the most random stuff. Eric. Because I knew you'd read it. When you exit the show, you leave the show for the day. You do not text into the show while you're at your boy's birthday party. He's like, hey, Dad, we take a photo? Uh, no, really busy texting into the full court press right now. What is your problem? They were late. I was sitting in the lobby. I had to do something. (laughs) Sitting in the lobby. So you text our show. You are grounded. You are absolutely grounded. Makes me sick. 
All right, we're going to go to break. Uh, Cody, you're off. The best was you guys reacting to Kyle Oh, Day. dude. Like, whoa. <laughs> uh, you guys, took it, so, you guys took it so serious, too. I was like, jump from high nice. school to college. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's a pretty big leap. That's a hot take there. You're trying to be laugh. all respectful and serious. I only feel like it's my turn to text in now when I leave. So You are not allowed <laughs> to text in ever. Ever. I am a famous texter. Your light is green. <laughs> I'll block your number. You're done. <laughs> the only reason why I still have Eric's here is so he doesn't text in again and I don't notice it. Oh, man. All right, let's go to break. Cody, you're off? Yeah, I'm off. All right, uh, pepperoni. Catch me on um, the streets. <laughs> I want Th- cheese. Thanks for that. And sausage. That uh, great pick six recap. Thanks. That was I, I would love to do it again next week. <laughs> Same time next week, right, Audrey? <laughs> With Eric Franson and RJ Selvison. I'm bummed because we don't have 2,000 kids in that trench and we don't have a coach doing anything right now because we don't have one. So it's not like there's only 200 in the portal. Man, we're losing out. Are you losing an opportunity to find somebody who could come in and help your team out right uh, away? High quality talent, too. Yes. That's why John Hartwell wants to get somebody signed and agreed to a, a new deal by the end of next week. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Girls, insist he take you to Jarek's. Picking out your wedding ring is an experience you will never forget. Come to a place where the mood is right and the setting is perfect for romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. The perfect collection of memorable designs, classic creation, and modern marvels. If you want an intimate, romantic experience you will never forget, then insist he takes you to Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry Make it special, make it Jarek's Calling all golfers. Birch Creek's punch passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online or stop by the pro shop today. Birch Creek's punch passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount punch pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. You see them everywhere. You may own one. In fact, you may be wearing one right now. A t-shirt printed by The Logo Shop. The Logo Shop's been around 30 years and printed over a million shirts. Have them custom print your shirts. For businesses, teams, clubs, groups, family reunions, The Logo Shop screen prints t-shirts, custom embroiders golf shirts and outerwear. The Logo Shop can put your logo on anything. From pens and water bottles to travel bags and coolers. See more at WeLogoStuff.com. The Logo Shop. We logo Stuff. The Logo Shop. At Valley Office Systems, we want you seen green with the savings we can offer you for your office equipment, furniture, and supply needs. Our goal in 2021 is to continue to offer the best products and value at even better prices. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full court press. Leon Rice text in. How many texters are from an Ajay Salveson burner line? I did pay someone to stuff pay someone stuff to text into the show to agree with on the off the wall things like jazz being six, seven, or eight plays. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a good, good text. That's good stuff. Yeah, he's up in his game a little bit. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to text into our Gill Mortgage text line. Uh hit us up with any it's been kind of quiet today. 
One from 9463, 30 from Leon Rose. Really quiet stuff today, though. I don't know if it's going to get so quiet now. We're going to talk Utah State coaching candidates. Uh, Mr. Hartwell said that he would like to see the search. Oh, hey, by the way, Eric, we never did answer this question for 9773. Uh, what, what was the question? Remember, how can you pitch being a USU fan is better than the schools down south? What is something we have that they don't? And how can I convince my boy to cheer for navy blue instead of powder blue? fair question i think i think that uh, one of the things everybody has to look at when, uh, what determines a fan how do you become a fan of whatever school or sport that you follow uh, i think geography makes a big difference like who's close to proximity to where you are uh did, did i think if you attended that university or school uh or somebody close to you did uh, i think that makes a big difference um uh, you know, certainly Utah State has has its own heritage and history and traditions. Those other schools do too. Uh, I think that they're the Utah State general fan base attitude is not as pious, high and mighty as the Utah and BYU fan bases can be. You know, that rubs people the wrong way a lot. Yeah, um, what do we have that they don't? A really good athletic director who is willing to play anybody, anytime, anywhere. Unlike Mark Carlin, who won't play the Aggies. Uh, I don't think BYU's athletic director does that. Uh, I don't know. Well, okay, does, does he though? Because he went to Coastal Carolina, sure, but he said no to other teams. Yeah, but before COVID, it was a Power 5 non-conference schedule. That's true. But when it came to BYU basketball, we had to go there a lot. Of course, they don't have a conference schedule, period. So that that yeah. may sound weird, but schedule. they had a lot of Power 5 schools on their schedule. Um, For football, basketball, they, they play tough. Big arena, national fan base. Those are good things going for them, sure. Hey, by the way, 8003 text in. RJ, you may, you may have not been first in pick six, but you're number one in my heart, or our hearts. And that's not Cody, by the way. I checked. <laughs> you're, I, now I, you're verified. Yeah, I did. I know. I, I don't trust anybody Everybody now. DTA, man. Don't trust anyone. <laughs> you don't know who's texting. All right. Who's texting? All right. Go through my contacts. <laughs> so I, recognize I that type number. in 8003 to find out who it is. It's clear. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, look, I, I love what Mr. Hartwell does. He'll take on anybody, anytime, anywhere. Um, Leon Rose text in, we also have the most beautiful campus in the state, best ice cream, cheaper tuition. Yes, yes, and yes. Absolutely. All seasons. I've seen Tyler Knowles take photos of, like, the fall season on campus or the winter season or the spring season, and it, they're awesome. I mean, those photos are so good. And the landscape behind our stadium, our football stadium, is amazing. True. I definitely agree with that. The one behind BYU is just full of rich homes. But <laughs> the one behind Maverick is beautiful mountains, scenery, and the ice cream is not even a question. Aggie ice cream is the only way to go. 
I would agree with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Uh, I'd love to continue to get the thoughts on that. Like, why would you convince somebody that the the Utah State programs are worth cheering for more than Utah or BYU? It's great. I'd love to get the additional thoughts on that. Yeah. Because people always think of things that, uh, you know, when we throw out a net like that, we always bring back in more than we thought or more than we considered. Good point. Yeah. Great point. Yeah, I'd love to hear from our uh, wonderful, you know, Aggie Nation. Let's trust them. What makes Utah State so great? What makes us wonderful? What do we have that BYU does not? Let's hear it from you. 435-339-0321 to text into our Gil Morgan's text line. Uh, Eric, let's go ahead and get into some coaching thoughts. Again, I right, let me reiterate this for the 479th time. This is not I, – I, I highly, extremely highly doubt – Mr. Hardwell and Mr. Bovier are listening to the show being like, you know. Hey, those guys make a good case. That's a good point. <laughs> we, we should really, really look at Greg Popovich. Absolutely. <laughs> Gotta be our next guy. And then we're going to look at Alex Jensen. No. They're not. They, they, they could care less about our opinion. Um, they are busy out there on a search looking for the next guy to be the next head coach. Again, that Eric Peterson is off the list as he's been announced that he'll be uh, – Assisting Craig's coach, or I mean, Coach Craig Smith, at the University of Utah. Good for you, Craig. Nobody cares. Uh, potential head coaches for Utah State. Where do you want to start, Eric? Well, well, give me a guy that you want to start with, and why. Well, when we talked about this, uh, put some thought into it, and I started making a list, and it kept getting longer and longer. So I'm going to start with the in-state guys. Okay. Um, I think it's always worth. Considering, I know that uh, John Hartwell has not made that a priority. Doesn't think it uh, is as important as maybe some other attributes, personal attributes of, uh, of of candidates. But for a lot of reasons, I think you should consider who are the good people in Utah to understand how it is to recruit and coach and play in the state of Utah. So let's let's start by looking down at Southern Utah University. All right, that's Todd, uh, Simon. Todd Simon, right? Yep. Um, kind of revitalizing that program down there in Cedar City. Um, started off, I mean, it was pretty rough, but they stuck with him. He's improved every year. This year, well, in 19 and 20, uh, they had a record of 17 and 15. They were 9 and 11 in conference play. The year before that, pretty similar, 17 and 17, 9 and 11. But this year, they were 20 and 4. Twelve and two in conference, um, and he does have experience in the Mountain West. He was an interim head coach at UNLV. He's he spent time on that UNLV coaching staff. Uh, his team finished one twenty nine in the net. So, sure, there's others that are higher or better than that, but he's relatively young. I think he's only like forty years old. Uh, and his teams have improved every year and had a great season this year. It's a good one. So I like that one. Certainly uh, one I think that should be considered. He went 9-8 and eight as the uh, interim head coach at UNLV. I know we talked about this guy a little bit. Actually, talked about him a lot of it in the last two days, but Randy Ray over at Weber State. Now, I know our listenership has kind of mixed feelings on Randy Ray. Some say, you know what, we're way past it. The guy can't win at Weber State. Then he, you know, or is he's downtrending, if you will, at Weber State, he won't fit here at Utah State right now. 
Some say, well, you know what? If he's at Weber State and he's still there, then there's a reason why. He can recruit. He knows the state of Utah. He knows the LDS missionary form. He was under Stu Morrill for uh, a long time. So he, he would do great things here. Uh, Randy Ray, uh, of course, he is the all-time leader in coaching victories uh, in the Big Sky Conference. Uh, he's been there for 14, that's crazy, 14 years at Weber State. He's gone by fast. Five Big Sky titles, nine postseason tournament appearances, three trips to the NCAA tournament. Uh, he's the first coach in Big Sky Conference history to be named Coach of the Year four times and has coached in six big conference uh, do, 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 excuse me, has coached six big conference MVPs at Weber State. Uh, two of those guys were uh, NBA's draft or NBA players that were drafted. Of course, one of them being Damian Lillard. He's 278 and 173 all time at Weber State. It's about a 63% win clip and uh, 173 and 75 in big, in big sky games. That's impressive. Uh, do, 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 do. He was 20 and 12. In his first year at Weber State, but he has kind of fallen on some hard times lately. Uh, he was twenty and eleven in eighteen. He was twenty at eighteen and fifteen in nineteen, and he was just twelve and ten last year. I uh, was good for third, fourth, and then he fell to eighth. So again, he's just been kind of a downward trend. But Randy Ray could be a guy I think that's going to be on a lot of people's list. Just simply be a again. He's local. Uh, he knows the university really well. He knows the, the the way of Aggie recruiting here because he's done it. Yeah, look, he was 17-6 and six this last season, but in his 14 years at Weber State, eight of those, he he won 20 or more games. In 2012-2013, he won 30. Hmm. So he's been to the NCAA tournament three times. NIT... Twice. Twice. And CIT three times. CIT and then CBI. CBI once. So, I mean, he knows how to get a team to the postseason. Okay. I mean, it's easier to look at how many times he hasn't gone to the postseason than not. Uh, Big Sky MVP, one, two, three, four, five, six times. He's had somebody on his team as the Big Sky MVP. Uh, his team this year finished 116 in the net. Wow. So those are the head coaches with connections to the state of Utah that I think are worth considering. There are some assistant coaches worth considering as well with their connections to Utah. Um, Tommy Connor, probably the top on my list. Um, now that Eric Peterson is not an option. Tommy Connor, 10 years at Utah, was considering coming to Utah State. Chris. Kristoviak said, don't do that. I need you here. We've got to keep you here on my staff. Uh, he did spend a lot of time at Westminster. He definitely knows the lay of the land in the state of Utah. He knows how to compete and play it at the, at the at a high level in the Pac-12. Um, so, widely, highly regarded as a great assistant um, to uh, Chris Koviak. So, um, Tommy Connor is another one that I think that's uh, ties to the state of Utah that should be considered. We're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll uh, get into more of this, but we're actually going to dive more fully into it in the second hour as well as we close up the first hour here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. Drivers, start your engines. The 
Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 0% APR on the 2021 Honda Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Visit your Utah Honda dealers or utahhondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Well, I was driving across town when my car got down, started lurching and trying to die. Well, luckily there was a shop and when it struggled to a stop, a nice fella met me right outside. I said, man, something's wrong. What the heck is going on? He said, I tell you this, I got no doubt. You just relax and don't you worry. We can fix it in a hurry because your car is what we're all about. At Cash Valley Auto Care, all the experts are under one roof. So if it's not running right, chances are we can fix it. Cash Valley Auto Care, behind Home Depot on 200 East, 1175 North. Now is the time to visit with the professionals at Great Basin Graphics for the perfect t-shirt or new clothing design for spring. T-shirts and employee clothing continue to be a favorite and a great way to advertise your business while on the move. With the best screen printer in town along with the equipment and knowledge to create custom clothing at great prices, Great Basin Graphics is sure to make you look. Great Basin Graphics will design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400 North. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Full Court Press here, 106.9 The Fan, Eric. I'm AJ. Uh, a few texts that have came through, I want to get through these. Uh, 8003, you guys will never guess who this is because you don't know me at all. That's the great thing. Hey, you can text to this show, we have no idea who you are. I didn't even know it was Eric. So, you, 8003's got a great point, but nonetheless, 8003, we are so grateful to have you as a part of the Full Court Press. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, 9938 texts in, Randy Ray is the choice if you don't want a guy who will leave in three years. Mediocre. Interesting. Uh, 9310, I think for USU to get a great coaches, they have to hire young winning head coaches who have gotten a chance to be head coach at a mid-major like Craig Smith. Otherwise, for hiring guys on their second or third chance at the big time, let's embrace it being a stepping stone. And you know what? I think I'm starting to get there. I really do, Eric. I think I'm I'm starting to come around to being like, and I, and I loved what Hartwell said. I think it's the question you asked him. But I loved what Hartwell said. It wasn't me, but it was a good question. It was a great question. Yeah. Ryan McDonald asked it, actually. Yeah. Uh, and, and Hartwell said, you know what? I would rather see us have three, or if we did a survey among the Aggie fan base, would you rather have three consecutive years of NCAA tournament appearances, you know, and Mount West Conference championship appearances, or would you, and, and then the coach leaves for a bigger job, or would you rather have five, six years of, well, we're scraping into the Mountain West Conference tournament and we probably won't make it to the NCAA tournament. And he said, a majority, if not everybody, would say, I'll take the three years of consistency of winning and watching our coach go. And I'm, I'm, I'm coming around to that as well. Right. Frequent coaching searches are a byproduct of finding successful coaches. Oh, spot on, yeah. No. It's yeah. just a, it's a way of life at a place like Utah State. And you know what? As 9310 says, let's embrace being a stepping stone. Like it's, Is it a bummer? Absolutely. But I get it. I absolutely get it. 
All right, let's go ahead and uh, go to uh, Dan Patrick, and uh, we'll he'll help us lead into the yeah, other side of the second hour. Yeah, more ideas about potential coaches that Utah State could or should be looking at to be the next head coach in Logan. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Gonzaga will have to buck the trends to become the first undefeated NCAA champ since Indiana 1976. But so far, the Bulldogs have absolutely lived up to the hype. Last night, they put on a clinic against USC to advance to the Final Four. There are so many things Gonzaga does right. They're unselfish, they move the ball, they play defense, but they're not just one of those well-coached small schools that plays the right way. They have as much talent as anybody in in the country. The last team to come into the tournament without a loss was Kentucky back in 2015. There were future NBA stars like Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker, but they fell to Frank Kaminsky and the Wisconsin Badgers in the Final Four. The year before, Fred Van Vliet and Wichita State came into the dance undefeated, but fell to Kentucky. Before that, you have to go back to the 1991 UNLV team, who famously lost to Duke. But Gonzaga doesn't seem burdened by history. They're confident and look poised to chase perfection next weekend in Indianapolis. Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I- there is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan our number dose of the full court press 501 time here on the wednesday middle of the week eric france and amaj salveson welcome to the show if you're just getting into your car getting off of work or whatever you've been doing grateful to have you we talked some Elite Eight basketball. We got some Final Four coming up on Saturday. We'll preview those games on Friday. We got op- opening day tomorrow for baseball, believe it or not. Triple uh, A baseball is going to take a uh, backseat till about May, early first week of May. Uh, the Celtic Bees will get right back at it. We'll get Steve Klauke on the show with us here during or uh, just before that time starts and get his thoughts on the Salt Lake Bees, the uh, Major League affiliate to the Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels, who are going through. Just, I mean, they've been through some rough times in the last 15, 20 years, it seems like. So, we'll get some stuff on that um, as it gets closer to uh, AAA baseball season. But Major League tomorrow, we'll uh, recap the early day games, and then we'll look at the evening games and give our predictions on World Series MVPs and World Series and playoffs and how bad are the Cubs going to be and how bad uh, can the Braves finish in last place in the NL. Let's all hope so. Yes. And they will. They absolutely will. They're not good enough. Uh, our Gil Mortgage text line uh, is now open for you to be a part of the show. 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. And don't forget, Gil Mortgage offers uh, hundreds of loan products for a variety. variety. I cannot talk today. For a wide variety of borrowers, including first-time home buyers, military families, rural residents, Gill Mortgage also offers many state, county, and city housing programs that provide down payment assistance. At Gill, they work hard to deliver what matters most to you and find the loan that fits your life. Call Gill Mortgage at 435-294-2480. Again, happy to have them sponsoring our text line, where you can text into our show, 435-339-0321. And no, we have no clue who you are. 
Absolutely none. <laughs> hey, unless I'll... we've met you. <laughs> unless you've identified yourself to us. Unless you unless you're my co-host. <laughs> 5338 text into the show. Says the Utah State basketball head coaching opening is a primo opportunity. The Aggies should only consider candidates with previous successful college head coaching experience like Craig Smith and Stu Morrill, not unproven assistants like Tim Durier. Ooh. And then I agree, by the way. Yeah, me too. And when we talked about this just the other day, if you, you told me if I had the hiring power, what were some of the things that I would be looking for? And, and for me, I felt like you know, whomever is going to be the next head coach, I would prefer that he has had previous head coaching experience. That doesn't mean that he needs to be a current head coach now. No. Could have been a head coach somewhere else, um, and but currently is, on a, is an assistant somewhere uh, or was on an assistant uh, head coaching staff. But I think it's really important that they have gone through what it means to be a head coach because you have to manage the whole program as a head coach. As an assistant, you have defined areas that you're responsible for, but you do not have to see the overall picture. You're not responsible for the overall picture. The buck does not stop with you. So I think that the next guy has to have had head coaching experience. And I agree. I think that they need to have had some success at being a head coach. And I think the people that we've been talking about, AJ, and more that we have on our list, I think most of them fit that criteria. Now, we did talk about some assistants as possibilities. Tommy Connor was one of them. He was the guy who has had head coaching experience. He had more than a decade at Westminster. Yes, it was Westminster. But Craig Smith had a lot of experience in the NAIA level, too, where he got his start. Uh, off, off subject from this, but 6328, as Tex at the end of the show, who is a better QB, Zach Wilson or Jordan Love? So let me re-ask this question for rhetorically ask this question back to you, 6328. Are you asking about future in, as an NFL quarterback or as a college quarterback? There is a major difference when you ask who's a better QB. Are we talking about their time in college or what we think they'll do in the NFL? 6328. If you'll let us know, we'll answer that question for you. And, uh, we'll, and we'll probably disagree, by the way. My, my opinion is Zach Wilson. Oh, we aren't going to disagree. Oh, boy, we're going to hear it. I hope you know. Dude, I hope you know it's coming for you because I've been getting it. I just. <clears throat> no way. Okay. So look, I think he, he, had, he was put in different situations and performed at a high level. Jordan Love performed at a high level as well. But, okay, so but well, I think Zach well, Wilson you, though. will uh, step in and be able to be a quarterback, starting quarterback sooner and quicker than Jordan Love. Okay, so are you talking about NFL or are you talking about college? As a college quarterback, who was better? I'm taking Jordan Love. As a college quarterback, as an NFL quarterback, I'm taking Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, like you said, will be ready. Will be ready. And 6328 says NFL. He would like to know NFL. I'm saying Zach Wilson. He'll be ready sooner than Jordan Love will. Yeah. Now, I I think overall talent and skill, I'm saying Jordan Love. But being ready to start and succeed in the NFL, I would say Zach Wilson. 9315. Ajay, BYU homer for BYU quarterback is rubbing off on Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a BYU homer. I'm just telling you like it is. 
Yeah. I mean, again, uh, overall talent and skill, Jordan Love's incredible. I mean, just. I think Jordan Love is he's bigger. He's got a bigger arm. And I think he's. Uh, I, I think he has some skills that that Zach Wilson does not have. Um, like what? But uh, I think uh, what he can put on the ball, uh, just how far he can throw it. Zach throw can, it into tight windows. Zach can do that. Zach's done that numerous times. Sure. So has so has Jordan. Jordan makes throws that not a lot of guys will throw. Ooh. Zach does. I mean, Zach makes some good throws too. Yeah, but. Um, when the offensive system changed, uh, I, I think Jordan Love struggled with still trying to be effective. There were a lot of other things besides just the system that changed around him from his sophomore to junior year. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's it's an ideal situation for Jordan Love learning under a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, see- I think Zach Wilson. I think that was the best situation for Jordan Love. Come to the NFL, learn under a Hall of Famer until he becomes more NFL ready. But I think Zach Wilson is a guy who can come in and probably get minutes a lot sooner than Jordan Love. I think Zach Wilson will be starting games before Jordan Love. Uh six three two eight. Jordan has a or excuse me, uh to do. He's asking, is that because of the team? Their success as a quarterback, based on what team they go to, because six eight nine one text in. If Zach goes to the Jets, just call his time in the NFL over. <laughs> he's probably not wrong. Six, actually, no. six eight nine one might be spot There's on. Some there. places you go, they're just a death sentence. Yeah, and and that's one of them. Absolutely. Uh, Leon Rose text in. You are for their QB AJ like Taysom Hill. Okay, look, I'm just simply saying Taysom Hill's a better choice than Jameis Winston. That's all I said. Okay, calm down. You said a little bit more than just that. Okay, uh, I might have said he's the most influential player on the team, and that might be true as well. Nine seven seven three. Jordan has a higher ceiling, but I would trust Zach more as my NFL quarterback. Well, Cody, you're right. That's Cody the intern, by the way. Don't tell me these things. I love the anonymity. Well, there's no. Well, you know what? I bet you do. I bet you do love it. So you can text into the show whenever you want, <laughs> and with wanna, crappy wanna preserve. With crappy Preserve stuff. Preserve the anonymity of our uh, of our audience. <laughs> okay. Unless they introduce themselves to me as their designated <laughs> phone number, which has happened. I know. Someone came and did that to me, too, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know who oh, you are. Yes, How are you? Okay. I was all thrilled and excited. Um, <laughs> dang it. Nice job. All right. Uh, anyways, so, yeah, I, I would take Jordan Love in regards of overall skill and talent, but I'd take Zach Wilson – to be more successful with the team. But again, uh, 6891 points out, if he ends up on the Jets, I don't know how long he's going to last. I think Zach Wilson had better playmakers around him than Jordan Love did at the college level. Ooh. I don't know, man. Like, C.O.C. Mariner, Caleb Rep, he had that, uh, was it Jalen Green? Ronquavian Tarver wasn't that bad. Uh, uh, yeah, Jordan Nathan is a slot he was he had it pretty well set That's, for him. He did. Certainly his sophomore year. Yes. His yeah. junior season, he did have some good weapons around him. He too, didn't have an offensive line, but, though. Right. His protection was not. Oh my gosh, good. it was horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh good question though. Thank you for the uh for the question. You know, yeah, six three two eight asked that, right? Yes. 
all right, let's get back to it. Some hardwood college basketball talk. So we had talked about Todd Simon in hour one as a pot- uh, potential candidate. Uh, head coach currently at, U- at uh, Southern Utah. Randy Ray currently head coach at Weber State. Yes. Uh, you mentioned uh, Connors. Uh, Tommy Connor. No S. Tommy Connor. Current assistant. Well, was an assistant, I should say. Past tense. I love how you like matter-of-factly correct me. No uh, S. <laughs> at the uh, University of Utah. Spent 11 seasons there. Uh, 12 years before that as a head coach at Westminster College. Um, was rumored to be in the running here in Logan. And then Kristoviak said, you, I got, you can't leave me. I, you have to stay here. Um, and then one other that, uh, just as we're keeping with the in-state guys first, um, I, I know, Ajay, you and I kind of prefer in some of our textures as well that, that whomever this next head coach is have some head coaching experience. Um, here's one name that's out there that doesn't have head coaching experience but is a name that wants that uh, you know should be looked at. Okay. That people should be considering. Uh, that's Chris Burgess. Who was at BYU, played basketball at very high level in, in college, played professionally, really didn't play in the NBA, spent a lot of time overseas, uh, an assistant at Utah Valley, followed Pope to BYU, um, worked specifically with a lot of the big men. So that's a, a young, up and coming coach that well, may be worth considering. Uh, and then, um, I'll, beyond that, I, I, I'm not as big of a fan, and I gotta be careful how I say this, because I I think Chris Burgess and what he's done at BYU as an assistant has been phenomenal. Uh, I know his wife, I believe, is from Cache Valley, uh, from Millville actually, and so I'm sure they would love to come back to Cache Valley. They know the community. She knows the community well. Uh, Again, I, I think I know we're not looking at head coach Communic- experience strictly, but in this case, I think there's some pretty good candidates here. Community ca- connections are important, but for John Hartwell, that's like way yeah, down that's on the below, list. That's way down, yeah. Way down on the list. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Hey, how about Paul Mills of Oral Roberts? Okay, he was named the head coach of uh, Oral Roberts uh, three years ago nearly, no, four years ago nearly. Uh, before that, he has served 14 years on staff at Baylor. Uh, he's the 11th head coach at Oral Roberts in their school history. He's 13 and one uh, in the uh, 2019-21 or 20 campaign for which was, at home. Yeah, at home. Excuse me to earn the second most wins in the 21st century. Uh, it was his first winning season as a head coach. Um, they've been to the. I mean, the the run that they made this year was really really impressive. Um. But I, and I mean that's that's another good candidate. Uh, he he's only been a head coach for four years. Is that long enough? Uh, sure. He's thirty nine and fifty six. You're looking in his at a ladder seasons. climber. That's about right. <laughs> he's he's thirty nine and fifty six though in his three seasons. Uh, this last year he went eighteen and eleven, ten and five in conference, and his team finished at one fifty eight in the net. So. We- Leon Rice just texting, would it, would it work to hire a guy that's got fired from Utah? No. Well, it's available. <laughs> he's, he's, got his, he's got his hands free. Uh, this one I've been hearing a lot, Eric. Eric Conkle at Long Tech. I've been hearing this name all over the place. 
Uh, he was named the LSWA Louisiana Coach of the Year and, and the LABC Louisiana Major College Coach of the Year. Uh, went 22-8, and eight, uh, which was the program's 26-20-plus win season. Now, that was a year ago. That was a year ago. This last season, he went 24-8, and 12-4 in conference play with a 76 net ranking. Wow. Nice, nice strong net ranking there. I mean, decent. By Mountain West standards, that's decent. That's decent. Absolutely. Yeah. Eric He's Hunt. young, right? Hasn't been a head coach for very long. Nope. He's been an assistant coach a couple different places. George Mason, uh, twice. Uh, he was at uh, with the Hurricanes in Miami for a while before becoming the next head coach at Louisiana Tech. So, certainly that's one that could be interesting. One that I don't know that Utah State would be in the running for is Matt Langle. At Colgate. I don't know. He's been there a while. Been improving their program. They've had some up and down years. But this year, they went 14-2 and overall. 11-1 and in conference. And get this, Ajay. Number nine in the net. Nine. Is that Colgate again? Colgate. Are you serious? Like last year, his team was twenty-five and nine. The year before that, they were twenty-four and eleven. Um, he's definitely been wow uh, on the upswing there at Colgate. But um, plays in the in the Patriot League has developed some good players. He's been the coach of the year multiple times. Uh, three straight Patriot League championship appearances. So that that's an intriguing coach. Had Arkansas on the ropes for the first half in the NCAA tournament this year. So he has NCAA experience. Uh, another coach that's actually bringing up an intriguing name, Ryan Odom of UMBC. If you don't know who UMBC is, you've been hiding underneath a rock for a while. It's the same team that upset uh, Virginia in that 16-1 matchup in 2018. Uh, since that year, though, uh, they went 21 and 13 uh, in eight, the 18 19 season. Then he went 16 and 17 two years ago, or last year, and then he went 14 and 6 this year. They tied for first in the conference, um, and then they got upset in the conference tournament and didn't make it to the NCAA tournament. I need a little bit more proof from him. I know he went 21 and 13 in his first year. 25 and 11 is the year they went to the NCAA tournament. 21 and 13 the next year. 16 and 17 the next year. And then, like I said, this is past year, this past season, 14 and 6 overall. Uh, 136 in the net ranking. Yeah, it's not going to do it for me. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not I, think, I think there are stronger candidates than that. Me too. But he did get, he does have uh, some NCAA experience. Um, another one that's been kind of floating around, Ajay, and this one really it, it kind of intrigues me, Joe Pasternak from UC Santa Barbara. This one intrigues me, too. Going to the Gauchos. Um, look, they went 22-5 and this past year, 13-3 and in conference play in the Big West. Um, he's been in some interesting places. He was an assistant at Cal. He was an assistant at Arizona. 
He was the associate head coach at Arizona for about four seasons. Uh, he's been at UC Santa Barbara since 2017. They finished 54 in the net this year. Out of the Big West. That's saying something. Do you like him? Got his start as a four-year manager under Bob Knight at Indiana. That's crazy. I read that. That's nuts. Hey, that guy knows how to coach. Even if you're the equipment manager, you, you find out a lot. Uh, that is an intriguing name to me. 88-33 and 33 overall as a head coach at uh, UC Santa Barbara. And I know you just mentioned it. What's uh, this postseason resume like? Uh, Do you have that? I don't know that if I did say that. His postseason resume. Good question. Do we know? I'll have to look that up. I'll look at it. I'll look it up. Uh, but yeah. But twenty-two and five this season, fifteen and three in conference play. Should be thirteen and three in conference play, finishing fifty-four in the net ranking. So twenty-one was his best year. They were the regular season champs and the tournament champs. He was also named Big West Coach of the Year. So he's got a little bit of moxie to him. That one could be interesting. And the other guy that I'm hearing a lot of is uh, one that I'm not honestly particularly thrilled about. I got to find it. There it is. Ed Conroy of Minnesota. Uh, he's now he's an assistant. At, he was an assistant was in assistant. Minnesota. Yeah, under Patino, is that right? Yep. Uh, he joined the Minnesota basketball program in 16 as an assistant. Uh, he was also a head coach. Yeah, spent a lot of time at Tulane. And wasn't that great. Uh, look, but that was also during a time where they were transitioning conferences. We've seen how that can work. Sometimes that works okay. Sometimes it's tough. But he's got 25 years of, of uh, college coaching experience. So two took, postseason took bursts. Tulane to, yeah, postseason twice. With a with one twenty win season, that's not going to. I a twenty win season has got to be the standard here at Utah State if you want to compete in the Mount West Conference. You know, hitting twenty wins is kind of the the baseline for consideration as an at large potential to the NCAA tournament. You have to at least hit twenty to be to start getting into that conversation. Are you an at large candidate? Um, but you know. I don't know. Ed Conroy spent a lot of time coaching the big men at Minnesota, and they were able to produce some pretty good big men. Uh, but I'm with you, Ajay. I think some of these other guys that we're talking about, I think they probably move higher on the list for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. One other that we haven't mentioned, actually I have two more that on my list. Uh, one of them is A.W. Hamilton from Eastern Kentucky. Mm. Hasn't been there very long. So I don't know if you could pluck him away, um, but uh, he was the Ohio Valley Conference Coach of the Year in 2020. Went 22 and seven this year, 152 in the net. Uh, but he was uh, hired on March 23rd, 2018. So he hasn't been there for very long. But they are considered a very up-tempo, high-scoring type of basketball team. That could be a lot of fun to watch and get fans excited. Um, but um, he does, doesn't have a lot of head coaching experience. He's 51 and 41 overall. Well, this was before this season. 
But uh, he, so he does have a winning record as a head coach. Uh, and then there's one other name, Ajay, that's kind of out there that maybe worth thinking about, and that's okay. Scott Nagy at Wright State. Really? Give me his resume. Uh, he's been there five years, uh, eighteen and six this year. Finished seventy-one in the net. Um, he was an assistant at Illinois. He was an assistant at South Dakota State. Uh, he then he became the head coach at South Dakota State for a long time before moving to Wright State. Three time he's been the coach of the year for the Horizon League. Um, it, it is a smaller league. But here is a guy that has had multiple 20-plus win seasons. Um, 20 and 12 his first year, up to 25 and 10. 21 and 14, followed by 25 and 7. Last year, they were 18 and 6 overall. And then this year, 18 and 6. Excuse me, they were 18 and 6 this year. And they were tied for first. He has been tied for first or first three of his five seasons. Wow. In conference play at the oh, Horizon League. That is impressive. 71 in the net. Uh, been a head coach for 26 good. total years. So not necessarily a young up-and-comer, but he's got a lot of experience. He's been at some lower-level leagues, but he keeps improving, and his name is certainly uh, getting out there with some potential places like a Utah State. Hey, you know... Uh, what I would like to see, whoever it is that comes here, I'm sure Mr. Hartwell, Mr. Bovey will be looking for the same thing, is a guy with high energy. like A guy that has high energy and wants to be here. Has some genuinity that he wants to be in Cash Valley. He wants to grow. He wants to build the program to be better. He wants to see guys like Marco Anthony, Justin Bean, uh, Doris, and these guys succeed in the game of basketball. He wants to uh, help, you know... Build this program to be better than what it is, and right now it's great. But he wants it to be better. Um, I want I want someone here with like who's going to pump up the crowd, who's going to keep the spectrum magic here. I, I need someone like that because if if you can't do that, a you're not going to last long here, and b we're going to have to start back from square one all over again. And that's what worries me, Eric. Right, some of these coaches that we looked at, some of them are, are pretty young head coaches. They have not been a head coach for very long, three, four, five years. Some of these guys that we talked about, they've got 20, 25 years as in the coaching realm. Okay, so do you want an older guy who's had head coaching experience or a younger guy who's starting off brand new, who's waiting to chase a dream with a chip on his shoulder, maybe a little bit more energy? I just I want somebody who's hungry to do more. They're, they're not satisfied with what they've done, and they're hungry to do more. Some of these guys that have been in, in the coaching world for 20, 25-plus years, some of them have grown and gone to different places and elevated them their opportunities each time along the way. That doesn't bother me. But if it's 10, 15 years at one place that's eh, it's had its moments and it's had some not-so-great moments, um, and they seem like, hey, I'm I'm good at where I'm at. I'm okay with where I'm at. Maybe this is a time for my last move. <clears throat> I don't know. I think I might lean more towards that young, hungry, up and comer. Yeah, and you know, again, if if that means three years in a stepping stone here, so that they can 
you know, build their career elsewhere at a big-time school, I get it. But if Hartwell can find that right guy with the energy and the want, desire, need, and the IQ and smarts to be here, we have a shot. And 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 maybe we don't lose as much as we thought we would. Uh, we just went through how many names? Ten names? I don't know. Ten, give or take. I'm sure the list that they have is much longer than that. Oh, yeah. I can uh, I, we really didn't talk the, about the text messages. And, and we really didn't get into very many as, uh, assistant coaches. No. Because I'm, I know there are a lot of assistant coaches at power programs. They're looking for their first head coaching sure. job. Absolutely. And they've got great experience. They've been mentored by some great head coaches. They just, they've been looking for their, their first shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is, how important is it for John Hartwell and his crew to say, look, it's great. You've got great passion and energy, but... We really think it's important that you've had some head coaching experience. I mean, those guys have to get head coaching experience somewhere. But uh, <laughs> is Utah State the place where they learn as they go? Or is it, a, is it a situation where they can say, you know what? No, based on our history and our tradition and what's expected, we need somebody who's going to come in here and help us win now. And I think it's the latter. I think it is. And I think they can say that. I think they can make that demand. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. Eric, you got to get out. You got uh, things to do with family and stuff, so we're going to let you go. He'll be back tomorrow with me. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Utah Jazz, Memphis Grizzlies. They were supposed to leave yesterday, and then uh, a flock of birds decided to interrupt the whole entire situation and sent them back, which also means another player is not going to be on the trip to go play Memphis. Who is that player? What's going on? We'll tell you all about it here coming up on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. Westwood One is your exclusive home for the 2021 NCAA Tournament. It's only fitting that a season unlike any other comes to a conclusion in the most unique circumstances. From 68 teams down to one, all in the same state. Every basket, buzzer beater, and bracket buster until a champion is crowned. Who will take home the title? Tune in to find out. All the excitement of March Madness right here. On Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. We're not until you are Advanced Heating and Air. Girls, insist he take you to Jarek's. Picking out your wedding ring is an experience you will never forget. Come to a place where the mood is right and the setting is perfect for romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. The perfect collection of memorable designs, classic creation, and modern marvels. If you want an intimate, romantic experience you will never forget, then insist he takes you to Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. 
It's that time of year again. As you look out at your lawn, you will see lots of matted down, dead looking grass. It's most likely snow mold. Simply take a leaf rake and give it a good raking to fluff up that old grass. By doing this, the sun will bring it out of dormancy quicker. For more helpful tips for your yard, go to the Lawn Doctor's Cash Valley Facebook page to schedule lawn services. Go to LawnDoctorCashValley.com or call 753-LAWN. You see them everywhere. You may own one. In fact, you may be wearing one right now. A t-shirt printed by The Logo Shop. The Logo Shop's been around 30 years and printed over a million shirts. Have them custom print your shirts. For businesses, teams, clubs, groups, family reunions, The Logo Shop screen prints t-shirts, custom embroiders golf shirts and outerwear. The Logo Shop could put your logo on anything. From pens and water bottles to travel bags and coolers. See more at WeLogoStuff.com. The Logo Shop. We logo Stuff. The Logo Shop. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, Eric Francis, Andre Salveson. Full Court Press, 106.9 The Fan. I thought Eric was going. He stayed. You wanted to get rid of me. Oh, don't. Don't you have somewhere to go? Don't. Yeah, Eric's got. Some, I'm just trying uh, to be respectful of your stuff. schedule. You gotta go, hey, right? You, hey, look, you're going to like the land of unknown, where the beaches and the Capistrano flow like wine. Okay, so <laughs> wait, where the beaches and the Capistrano flow like wine? Yes, I may, I may need a little while to try to figure out what I just heard. I don't know what you're talking. I don't know. It's it's a place of the unknown, but you're going to go there. I'm no. excited for you. Okay. Next no. Hey, uh, Eric, uh, we've been through some coaches, been through a lot of them. Uh, any final thoughts before we move on? Hopefully, Hartwell says he wants this search to be done no later than by the end of next week. Well, I, I think that uh, the bottom line here, and Hartwell said it, and I've said it before, totally agree with it. The Utah State position is a very attractive position. Is it still? Can I ask you that? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Young, nucleus of players, great basketball tradition, three straight years qualifying for the NCAA tournament. One guy recently went to the NBA, another guy that's going to go to the NBA, one of the great basketball venues in America, a good conference, very competitive. Uh, it, It is a very attractive position. So I think that there are going to be some great candidates. And the hard part will be telling some of these guys no and deciding ultimately who is the best for Utah State and what what the history here is and what they're trying to achieve going forward. So I think it's – I don't think that fans need to get overly concerned about killing Spectrum Magic and anything like that. All right, let's turn to the NBA hardwood where the Utah Jazz head to Memphis where they finally were able to get on a plane and get to Memphis. You all know the story last or excuse me, yesterday afternoon. They were on that said plane. They were headed to Memphis, and not too shortly after they left Salt Lake City, the uh, flock of birds, the flying V, the mighty ducks, ran into the plane, and they <laughs> lost to the engine in a very bad way. That took out the engine, and so they had to turn around in an emergency flight, get back to the airport, uh, and land, and they did so safely. So they only left later on in the afternoon. Or, excuse me, later on, it's late night, actually, if I'm not mistaken. They left late, didn't yeah. they, Eric? Yeah, about like midnight. In so much that Donovan Mitchell in his pre-draft workout talked about how he hates flying. He's scared of flying. This situation must have scared him. He is not traveling with the basketball team uh, for Memphis, which means he's not playing tonight. 
he's not dressed. He's not there. He's not on the plane at all. Um, and in fact, I guess the team had a discussion about it um, because they all felt like they're impacted in such a you know big way from hitting a flock of birds. I feel like we're making too big of a deal out of it. Like we need to sit and have a kumbaya as a team. Hey guys, what can we learn from this? Are you? I mean, are you okay, Joe? I know. I mean, those birds. They're your native land bird. I mean, like, come on. What do we? Look, you hit a flock of birds. The pilot got you back safely. What do we need to have a kumbaya cancel about? Look, no, it's a uh, a fear of flying is a absolutely a legitimate fear and anxiety that a lot of people have, and. I think we kind of toss it aside like these guys are on planes all the time, but it's a legitimate thing for for some people. Okay, like, I, I get it, but we like do need to have like a kumbaya council about it and be like, hey, guys. Look, some of the kids in my house, I showed them the pictures of the gore yeah. on the front end of that plane, and they're yeah. like, oh, my gosh, that looks so cool. Other people, like I couldn't even bring it up because they were like, we're supposed to fly in a few days. I'm not want to even get on a plane now. Okay, like so, it's a legit here's thing. Here's the thing: Have you though. ever been on a plane when it's the engine like blows up and no? But do you remember like three weeks to ago? And you don't know if do you you're remember like live? three weeks ago when I guess like an engine went out and then like and, and this was like regular civilian people, not millionaires, and like everybody was calm, nobody freaked out, pilot stayed calm, they landed them safely. Those people were like, I'm never getting on a plane again. We need to have a grief counseling. Nobody felt like that. Like, I mean, is it scary? Sure, but you're not the bird. All right? Okay, you're not the bird. You saw your laugh fly flash before your eyes and then die. Okay, you were you were safe look, in the plane. Look, well, the, the pilots have said, look, it was a, uh, a more scary situation for the passengers than the pilots. They train for this kind of stuff. But we're not asking sure. the pilots their feelings. Quinn Snyder, uh, according to some of the media reports, uh, people asked him about Donovan Mitchell and uh, if he will travel with the team in the future when they have other road trips that See, require that's so flying. Drum. I mean, okay, actually, no, I get it because he is terrified of flying. I, I understand. And that. Quinn Snyder says, I never comment on players' personal situations, and I hope you can respect that. Ooh, good answer. Yeah, great answer. So, how will the Jazz do against the Memphis Grizzlies without Donovan Mitchell? He torched Memphis. He was really good against the Grizzlies. And I thought at times, the team just kind of deferred and let Mitchell kind of take over and do his thing. And they needed to, uh, other players needed to step up a little bit to fill in the gap. Well, now's their chance. Utah Jazz are thirty-five and eleven. That's a league best. Or fifteen and nine on the road. Memphis twenty-two and twenty-two and eleven thirteen uh, at home. Uh, the Grizzlies have gone eleven and sixteen against Western Conference teams, but they're seventeen and seven when out rebounding opponents and averages forty-six rebounds per game. I think Rudy shuts that down tonight. I think Rudy's gonna have a big game. Well, I think the bigger thing is that Memphis uh, Times was really successful going against the Jazz when they went small. Yeah. And they would uh, uh, they would fly around. They'd attack the basket. They'd try to get him on switches. John Morant's a great player. Um, oh, he's special, isn't he? I would imagine Joe Ingles would probably get inserted in, into the starting lineup. 
instead of in place of uh, Donovan. Wait, who would? Joe Ingles. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I heard wrong. Yes. Absolutely. And like you said, Donovan in that last game in a 126-110 victory was phenomenal. He had 35 points. He didn't even play in the fourth and, quarter. And he didn't even, yeah, he didn't even break a sweat. Well, he played, but he didn't score, and he no. was playing a few minutes. He played lightly, though. Like it, it, He wasn't attacking like a normal Donovan Mitchell would. Right. He set the tone early Absolutely. in both of the contests against Memphis. And boy, did they all follow him, too. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. it was, it so was impressive. So who sets the tone tonight? That's what I'll be watching. I think Rudy Gobert does. I really do. Uh, in game one, Jazz uh, beat the Grizzlies 117-114, as we mentioned, 126-110 in game two. So this will be the third and final game of this series, uh, or excuse me, of the season for these two teams. Well, Mike Connolly coming back to Memphis, too. Oh, I think right. he'll he'll be playing motivated tonight. A little bit of emotional yeah. return. Yeah. I mean, it's not his first time back, but it's a place where he played Dude, a lot still, of years. When you go back there, yeah. it still gets you. You know people there. Absolutely. You know that arena. Uh, Jaron Jackson's out. Just, uh, Justice Winslow is out and Grayson Allen is out. Azabuki, of course, is out and John Morgan is out as well. Allen played motivated against the Jazz and he was hitting some great three-point shots. So that may be a bit of a blessing for the Jazz not having him there. Yeah. Uh, he is listed as out. We'll see if that ends up being true. 9310 text in. I agree with AJ 100%. Flights are safe, especially large flights into major airports. 40,000 people die in car wrecks every year. Major flights. Zero. It's yes, that's true. I'm not trying to diminish that, but it is a it is a real anxiety for a lot of people. Being in a large metal contraption yeah. flying into the air. And the fear of it falling out of the okay. sky is a very real anxiety yeah, for and, a lot of but people. But here again, like I get it. I mean, that was a that was a scary situation. You hit a flock of birds and the engine goes out. They tell you to turn around the flight. A, um, I trust the pilot running the thing, the, running the thing. But then to go back, and I think the conversation was, um, we we you know we sat down as a team and we discussed the situation and what was the risk and how it impacted every single player. Right, calm down. No, I disagree. I think that's the great approach. Nine three one five. I agree with Ajay on this. How can the alpha dog on the team think this way? Now that's. I disagree. Okay, so I'm saying that Donovan Mitchell has a right to feel that way. The guy's hated flying ever since he was a little kid. Like He hates it, and he's been very honest about it. So, I mean, I feel for Donovan. That situation must have been terrifying for him. But, I mean. They have road games again at Dallas and yeah. at Phoenix early next week. Uh, Hey, by the way. And then they're you, home for a long time. Did you see the, the banter between Donovan Royce and Joe after? Uh, so so Royce got on his Instagram after they got back onto the ground and Instagrammed out, hey, uh, by the way, I've been using this stuff for my, uh, I think his beard or his hair, and this has been great product for me. Use this as well. And Spider's like, dude, how could you actually go on about this after what we just went through? And then Rudy's like, uh, yeah, Royce, probably not the time. Joe, <laughs> Joe uh, replies to Spider and says he just doesn't get it. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll come back. We'll wrap up the uh, another edition of the Full Court Press. 
This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We have been a locally owned and operated family business since 1970. Daryl's offers you the most experienced service team in northern Utah and southern Idaho. Our service, sales, parts, and warranty departments enable us to be your one-stop appliance shop. We promise to give you the best quality service to get you and your appliance up and running quickly. Our huge parts department has the right part when you need it. Remember, shop local for the best-selling appliances and service in the business. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Hi, my name is Josh Watts, and for three generations, Preston Watts Collision Glass has taken care of all your collision and auto glass needs. Windshield replacement is just one of our specialties. We have certified technicians and the most competitive prices in the valley. We will waive up to $100 off your insurance deductible, give you free rock chip repairs, and to top it off, we'll wash your vehicle inside and out with your windshield replacement. Give us a call at 563-3215. At Preston Watts, we do it right. You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove. 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at E. Franzen and Ajay Salveson at Ajay Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Wrapping up another edition of the Full Court Press. What went wrong today, AJ? Oh, I, well, I got screwed over in pick six. That's one. You guys got to start. Okay, you know what? We need to start actually Why? using the audio of our answers to make sure that they're right. Because I th- I'm pretty sure we tied. On, I'm dead serious. I we destroyed tied. you. No, you we tied. Been that close. But because this Cody wasn't paying attention, thing. because Cody, dude, Cody asked us after, "Hey, what was the lines again?" I don't remember. <laughs> That's our intern, by the way. That's awesome. Oh, I love what you, went Cody. wrong is why does AJ continue to try to find excuses? No, it's always I'm someone not finding else's excuse. fault. I'm just simply telling you. You keep losing and telling you. I'm like, just telling you. At some point, you're going to realize <laughs> you get to pick three of those lines. You can say whatever yeah, you want but here's to the be thing, is that to Cody, skew it in your no, favor. Here's the thing is that Cody continues to write down the wrong answers. It's not hard. Like, come on, man. All right, let's get to uh, yeah, what went wrong. And by the way, what you may have missed, uh, DeMarcus Cousins signing with the Clippers. Yeah, signing just a 10-day contract. That's Clippers going to try him out. You healthy? <laughs> can you play? <laughs> We're going to find out. <laughs> oh man! Hey, uh, what went wrong for you, Eric? Uh, jeez, uh, Michigan just the oh, eight yeah. trips on their side of the court, and they can't buy a field goal. That's nuts. Dude. Had opportunities to win Great in advance, looks. and oh man, so many rushed shots. <laughs> just take half a second more, collect yourself, and they're in the game. All right, that's going to do it for Eric Franson. I'm Ozzy Salison for our uh, big thanks to our Cody uh, Olton, our intern. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow for another edition of the Full Court Press.